Hello everybody and welcome back to Football in a Nutshell. Now, uh, today we're coming back at it again. Uh, we're no longer taking month-long or two-month breaks between each podcast. We're now coming back for the second time within a week with uh, four transfers to win Premier League teams, the league title, that being the top four from last year, and uh, five transfers to save uh, Premier League teams, three promoted teams, and Brighton and Burnley have finished 16 and 17 last year. But, uh, yeah, will we just crack straight into it? Yeah, so for our, will we go from the top or the bottom? I say we do the relegated teams first, quickly, and then we'll talk a bit more about the top teams. Okay, so for Brighton, who have you gone with? For Brighton, I've gone with a loan transfer of Tammy Abraham. Now, right. don't know if they'll be able to attract this, but... Tammy Abraham really wants to play for Chelsea again. I think a loan move is a bit wiser than going over to Arsenal, who already have two recognised strikers at the club and are also Arsenal. And uh, I think a move like this could either get him a better move than he'd currently be offered this summer if he performs well, or he would also he could come back to Chelsea Football Club and uh, be the main man because he's out of favour with Thomas Tuchel. But uh, he has a point to, and he has a point to prove going to a team like Brighton. I think he'd probably score 16, 17 goals. In the, he scored six goal, Premier League goals last season, but of course was out of favour. And the year before that, he scored 15 and got six assists. That was in 1920. And Giroud was also uh, the main man at the end of that season. So I think he's, uh, his stock's low, but it's risk-free. And I think he'd offer, because of his height and uh, his overall game, I think he'd offer a great target for a team like Brighton, maybe get better use out of their attackers like Trossard, Solly March and the likes. So, yeah, I think he'd be a, an ideal target for Brighton. But uh, who have you gone with? I've gone with your old favourite, Odison Edward. He's a good footballer. Last season scored 16 goals in the, in the Scottish Premiership. He's... I think it's time for him to move out of Scotland to a Premier League team. I think maybe Brighton might just be a stepping stone for him. See how he tests the water in the Premier League. And I think about 15 million could I much think that Brighton should be able to afford. Mm. He's an all-round striker. I think he's probably a younger and better Danny Welbeck for them. Danny, Danny Welbeck did his job last year, but they didn't really do much. So he could do well with them. Yeah, in fairness, uh, Brighton will have fifty million to spend next year, so yeah. they'll have more than enough to get it. Addison Edward, so Ben White, of course. So, uh, how many goals actually do you see Addison Edward scoring in the Premier League? I'd say a twelve. Mm, not a bad, a good goal scorer. Yeah, but we move on to the other team that was in the Premier League last year. That was Burnley. Uh, Burnley, of course, finished seventeenth. Only scoring 33 goals, which was the 18th that was the eighteenth best in the Premier League. Um, even less than West Brom, who got relegated without much of a fight. So it's clear where they need to strengthen. Uh, who do you have then going in for? I've gone for a little sneak peek at Ross Barkley. I think he's a Brexit player, what they like, staying in the country. He's a bit of a B-Tech Kevin De Bruyne. I thought at Everton he was brilliant. I think that Sean Dyche, 
What should I say? The 23rd best man in the world? Something like that. I think, I think he can get a bank out of him. He's a brilliant footballer. He, as I said, that man is a, um, he's dumpster trash. But Sean Dyke turned him back into a Michelin star and didn't kneel. <laughs> That's all he'll do. He's, yeah. uh, he didn't have a great season last year at Aston Villa. It was... Once Grealish got injured, they really fell apart. But three goals, one assist. He was injured for a lot of it. I think. Yeah. But I think he'd be able to do well. And but strikers, boss is better. I think Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes would be better suited to um, Ross Barkley than Ollie Watkins. I think he's more of a target man like Lukaku, so they should be able to do well. Yeah, uh, where do you see him slotting in that four four two? They have as I said, box to box or out I'd wide. I'd say box to box. because yeah. they have what's his name, Jack James or Jack Cork. Is that what his name is? Yeah, he'd be sitting back and he'd be going up. So I think could be a. I think also a right winger that should go for. Who's playing a good Munson? Is that who plays at the right wing? I think so. Yeah. So who have you gone with? I've gone for a right winger actually. Maybe he plays a bit further forward than uh, the than a four four two. But Bertrand Traore. Now the reason that I've gone with Bertrand Traore is because of the signing of Emil Buendia. I expect him to play over him next year because Grealish, El Ghazi, they're obviously going to be playing, and Ollie Watkins up top. So it's only if they go to a four two three one, and if they stay at a four two three, he's even further out of favour. So um. I think um, Bertrand Traore could be looking for a new club and he was good last year 7 goals 6 assists in the league um, and with McNeil on the left McNeil offers like playmaking and stuff not fantastic he ha- hasn't been great for Burnley but he offers some playmaking well obviously Chris Wood up top and Ashley Barnes I think he offers a different element with his pace Maybe they can become more of a counter-attacking threat. And uh, I think he would be enough to keep them securely in the Premier League. A little bit safer than last year. Yeah. But will we move on to the the new boys? The new blood, as they say. Okay, so for... Who is it? Norwich. Yeah. Who have you gone for? I have Matthias Pereira of uh, West Bromwich Albion. Now, the reason I've gone this, I spoke about him before. Emi Buendia, he's gone. And uh, Norwich need to replace him because he's been their main man for the last three years. Uh, running that attack, obviously his key pass numbers are exceptional. And uh, I think Matthias Pereira proved himself a very solid attacking midfield option last year. Even in a bad West Brom team. Uh, 11 goals, 6 assists. He is a penalty taker. He's 25 years old. Proven he can play at this level. He, I don't think he wants to go back to the championship, I think... Uh, a team like Norwich, similar. He's not too much better than Norwich, but he's a good option for me. Who have you gone with? For Norwich, I've gone with Dujan Valovic of um, Florentina in, in Italy. Last season, he scored a whopping 21 goals and three assists. In Syria? In Syria, and he's a well-rounded centre-forward. He's, he can come back and defend and go up. He's a big man. He's about 21 years old, left-footed, so he's able... His one weakness, though, is he can't play in possession, which I can say that Norwich won't be playing in possession, so... Mm. And I think last time they were in the league, Pookie didn't really perform that well, I don't think, anyways. Yeah. He didn't keep them up. 
Do you see Narrett attracting a player of this of that talent though? Yeah, it's a bit like when um what's his name? Is Miles Sarah to Watford? Yeah, or that's your man's name to Everton. Jared Delphi? Muzi Ken. It's a Muzi bit like that. Oh, yeah. I remember you said she should have signed for Sheffield United, which she should have. Yeah. I mean, Sheffield United did have a good season that yeah. But, uh, yeah, as for Norwich, I think uh, this season's going to be similar to the last Premier League season, but that's for our predictions. But moving on to the team that finished second in the Championship, and that is Watford. So, who do you think Watford should bring in? I was thinking of uh, Takafusa Kubo from Real Madrid. He's a big-name player. They're a big-name team in Watford. I think they could get him in. He's a versatile player. He can play right wing, attacking midfield, midfield, striker. He can do anything you want. That's what they need. They're going to be playing what I would call liquid football. And if they want to be spraying it all around the place, they need to be playing on the channels. This is a good team. This is a good... Is Manasar as well? They'll be able to create a bit of a partnership, I think, on the wings. And I think we are good. Last season, he got five goals and six assists. The year before that, he got five goals and... Or, sorry, seven goals and eight assists. So he's doing well. And he's only a young man, so probably a loan deal. I can't see Real Madrid letting him go for a second time. But let's hope. Yeah, I think Watford are good. Uh, for me, I haven't gone with too big a name. You talked about him before. Ross the Boss Barkley. Yeah, I think Watford are, will be fine next year. He's experienced but not old, 27. Maybe have five years of production out of him. Uh, he was of decent value at times to Aston Villa last year and they did exceptionally well. So I think uh, he'd be a good fit for Watford. But uh, as I said, I think they're a good team, so... They don't need anyone too big. But, uh, yeah. we go on to the last team before we start talking about the big boys in yeah, Brentford. So you can start off with Brentford, though. Um, with Brentford, it's a tough one. Because clearly they, what they need is defensive reinforcements. And it's sort of hard to have that Van Dyke effect for um, a small team because they can't attract those big names. But uh, I've gone for a man in holding midfield with a lot of experience. The Brentford squad lacks, and that's Nemanja Matic. 32 years old, and uh, he's been playing at the top level in the Premier League for most of his career. He's bags of experience. Even started 12 games last year for United. And he'll offer that defensive protection, as well as sort of being a controller in the midfield for them. Uh, I think it's something the squad lacks, and it's not typically the Brentford way. And I think he'd be willing to join as well, based on the fact that uh, Brent, where Brentford are situated, it's very close to where he used to live uh, for Chelsea. It's not really... He's going to get game time, and uh, I think Brentford would be willing to pay him the big bucks. So, yeah, well, maybe not the big bucks, but... At least offer him a little bit of a longer contract than he currently has at United to keep him earning for another while. But, uh, yeah, who have you gone for? I think you're right with a bit of experience. So I've gone with Gary Cahill, a former Chelsea man. A man who stole a career next to John Terry. But okay. I think he's perfect for this Brentford team. He's what they, they, like, they don't like spending big money. They like to nip it in the bud, get some small fees in. Gary Cale, free agent, right up their alley. I think he brings experience. He brings 
title winning composure Champions League winning title composure. winning composure if they are like 28 goals the Premier League from the centre half is good he scored about 7 one year I think 13 own goals on. Ooh, does he actually have that many? <laughs> I don't think that's are, right. There, are those 13 included in the 27 or are they separate? I don't... I think that's not included, but he scored 13 goals. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think that's right. 13 known goals. <laughs> no. That's almost Richard Dunn levels, is it? Yeah, or... No, it's definitely not 13 known goals. It's 13 assists, not 13 assists. <laughs> But oh, if it was thirty nine goals, I'd still give him the job. Yeah. Roy ha uh, Roy Hudson saw it in us. Why doesn't Thomas Frank see them? The man with two first names. Why doesn't he see those? Why does he have two first names? Thomas Frank. Yeah, that'd be an interesting transfer. I think it'd be one that a lot of Brentford fans would like to see. But uh, yeah, ultimately with the relegation battle, I think it's gonna be. It was one of those seasons. I think around eight teams I could, live genuinely see getting relegated. Maybe maybe even only seven. It's gonna be close enough because I think there's a lot of strong teams that that maybe the five to thirteen range is very intertwined. Uh, from Leicester to like Wolves, it was last year. I think that's all up for grabs. So it should be an interesting relegation battle. Hopefully, some of these transfers do come true. We can say we predicted the future, similar to how we did with Italy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's where we begin talking about the big boys. I think we should. We'll go. We'll start with the reigning champions, Manchester City, and uh, the transfer we see to secure that title for them for another season, keep Pep's dynasty going. I think we are saying the same person. So I've gone with Harry Kane. Yeah, as have I. I think the only problem I think with Harry Kane is I think if he goes to City. Is I think he will get too much involved in the midfield. Oh, dropping deeper. Yeah, that would be my only problem with it. He comes back and messes up Pep's master plan. That would be my only problem with it. But I don't know actually if Kane would be good for them. I think they have enough. They have enough playmakers, and they can they have they create loads of chances. I think. But he is the goal scorer. As yeah. well, he's a, he's both. That's the thing about him. But injuries, but they can cover him as well. But yeah. Gabby Jesus, but I'd say he, Gabby Jesus is likely enough to leave if Kane does arrive. But I think Kane, they want him, they'll get him. Um, that's what I think. What's the most you could see? Uh, uh, them actually giving up for Harry Kane. What would you reckon? Ballpark figure. I'd say one forty. You'll get him. Yeah, I would say I wouldn't be bidding more than one hundred twenty million pounds. To be honest, it's the injuries. The injuries and the age just yeah. puts me off him. But uh, one thing I have uh, seen is though, he probably has four more years at the top, and then after that he can give you three or four more years after that of fifteen plus goals, like Alan Shearer. But uh, yeah, he's an experienced player in the, prem, which is also. Great uh, adds on an extra fifty. It does, especially for with Daniel Levy running the show. But uh, yeah, would you in a swap deal? Who would you be willing to give up for uh, Eric Kane if you were Pep Guardiola? If I was Pep, I would give Laporte, and I don't know. I 
the Porte for me anyways, and I think Spurs would take Laporte. Yeah. I'd take Laporte. I think they probably would be taking Laporte, but the one thing I would say is, I think something Spurs might be interested in, if they even took a Nathan Ake, just a solid defender, because we know they're going to be playing three at the back next year, and I always say with three at the back, your defenders, they don't need to be exceptional, they don't need to be world beaters. They just need to be solid, and if you gave someone like Nathan Ake, and then gave them some, yeah, I don't know. Mares, maybe Mares. Maybe someone like Mares, yeah, just to unburden that load, you know, because Son will probably be coming in. Yeah. They'll use the money for a striker. Yeah, I think Spurs would be in a great position if that were to what they do, but knowing Daniel leaving his ego, he'll probably end up just, you know, doing whatever he can. They a, fee- a deal that doesn't really matter about him. He probably just wants to hurt Manchester City rather than anything else. So, you know, we'll see what deal uh, comes there, if one does come. But uh, another thing has to be said, the Sterling partnership. Yeah, I think Sterling stock has risen hugely after the Euros. So maybe that could be a way of getting Kane as well. Maybe Levy's seeing the big name. Mm. Could he? Gaza going to Spurs. Yeah, but do you not see um the two of them having a good partnership next year? Who Kane's? I don't know. They didn't really play well for England. I thought Kane had a bad tournament. I suppose yeah, but I always think that they work well together. Their games, uh, their playing ties sort of complement each other well. But I agree, Kane's tournament was nowhere near as good as his world. I think. I think they're going to be selling Sterling. I think they're going to be buying Greenish. Hmm. I think that'd be harsh on Sterling though. I think he's been, although he's he's had rough patches, but I think he's been a great player for Manchester City. But uh, one thing we're in agreement with: Kane would secure the Premier League title for another season. I don't think so. The podcast is called "Players to Win Your Club the Title." Yeah, that's fine. And you're saying he doesn't win the, the title. No. Why is he your player? Because they're not gonna win the title next year. Uh, twenty-one these... and twenty-two. Is that it? Yes. That's why the next player, Declan Rice, is going to excel Man United to Premier League champions. Then, then maybe FA Cup, then Champions League, then Club World Cup, then Super Cup, then Charity Shield. That's what I'm thinking. I think if we get him in, box office Man United again. I thought he was very poor at the Euros. Graham soon is sacked, bring in some more Man United pundits. That's what's going to happen. I thought he was poor at the Euros, to be honest. Ooh, Declan. Mm. I thought he was good. He was. I thought that midfield... It was... That was literally... That uh, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice. It was like McFred. It was so similar in the way it played. Ultra-negative. Both there just to defend and pass the ball sideways. It offered them nothing going forward. And it left the attacking players isolated the entire tournament. Maybe... Well, Frank Lampard wanted him. And when Frank Lampard signs players, they win the Champions League. He did that to please Mason Mount. <laughs> Everyone knows that. It all, it's always about Mason Mount when it comes to Frank Lampard. Uh, but still, I think Declan Rice is a brilliant player. He can break them. But I've seen him play live. He played very well. Well, I saw him play live for Ireland, actually. Did you? He was Jeez. man of the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a brilliant. It was a brilliant game. Who were we playing? I think it might have been the States. Was it America? I was America. Yeah, I was America. It was running the show in midfield. A bit like Josh Cullen. Yeah, 
Josh Gullen, why don't we watch a little bit against Bulgaria? What a match that looks like Roy Keane. The tucked in shirt. Uh, I think Rice just as gives Man United everything, but my only problem with it is it's just another McDominay. I think so. That's the main question. Um, I've gone with another midfielder because I asked you and you said your weakness was midfield, so I, I offered a man who excites me, even though he did flop in the Premier League before, and that was Renato Sanchez. I don't like him too. The 23-year-old former Wonder Kid Golden Boy winner who now looks like he's getting his career back on track after torrid times at Bayern Munich, uh, Swansea, uh, Lille. It's going well. It went well at the end, but it didn't start out too promising. Uh, but if you watched him at the Euros, you'll see he's back. He's a... Uh, He's a good dribbler of the ball. He can progress the team, which is the problem with the McFred midfield. Uh, he's strong in the tackle, and I think he's I think he's a great player. Last year he won Lille, and the reason I picked him was of course Lille's financial situation. They had to offload their manager Galtier, Denise. Um, his strong recoveries. I think, in a way, he's the best of McFred. And uh, the, you are going to need a midfielder, even despite the Sancho and Varane transfers. There's work to be done with Pogba looking like he's going to leave and Dominic van der Beek still out of favour. And it was your weakest part of your team last year. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Renato Sanchez would be a very interesting transfer. Yes. Although it is a risk. But if it worked, I do think it could secure you the Premier League. Maybe you're right, but... We talk about Varane and Sancho. Varane... I think Varane is going to be the greatest signing of all time. Of all time? Yes. Better than Lewandowski on a free. Ronaldo to Real Madrid. Yes. Van Dijk to Liverpool. Yes. I think he fits perfectly with Varane. Or with Maguire. Varane Varane is the perfect... Even though, as I've said, I don't really like having too much French players on the team. Oh my god. They give up too much of an ego. So I think sign Brand, sell Pogba. That's what I'm saying. I don't want Pogba in my match anymore. He gives it too much of a flash. I saw him out playing basketball. I think he's a basketball player now. I saw Mason Mount do the same thing. I don't have a problem with that. I don't want my. It's like next thing he'll be going professional in basketball, like Michael Jordan did with baseball. What's going to happen? No. I always thought Thibaut Courtois was going to do that, to be honest, when he was at Chelsea. Nick Pope. That's all I could see playing basketball. <laughs> you can see Nick Pope. He's got the height, he's got the face, he's got the teeth. He has everything. Uh, perhaps. The only thing he doesn't have is the gloves. He can't. Can he wear gloves in NBA? I mean, I don't think any basketball player would. Can't yeah. imagine it'd be good for your shooting with the gloves. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, Bran, I think, good signing. Get him in the door. 50 million. It's a great price, in fairness. Who can say no to that? I'm surprised nobody else went in front, but... 28 years old as well. Still has many years to send it back to see him play until he's 35. Yeah. Do a Laurent Blanc on it. One of my favourite centre-halves of all time. Mm. But it's only if the man can get it out of them. We know it's there, but can Ole get it out? That's the big... 10th best banner in the world, I thought. Yes, but trophies, that's... I don't want... I don't care about Champions League next year. I want to win the league. Yeah, and I think Jaden Sancho could be the man to do that. Yes. Probably the best wing on the world right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Out and out winger. 
Well, Messi isn't really the out and out winger, but. Uh, Messi, I think he's gone down. Salah is a better out and out winger. Nope. Well, he is. He's a. I would say a right midfielder. Salah's just. He stays up there. He's basically a striker. A false nine these days. So you're saying he's the best right. He's the best winger that goes up and down. Yes. Salah just stays there. Um, just. He, he doesn't, doesn't come do back defending, in fairness. Yeah, That's what I'm that. saying. He's an. He's a, we just had to see if he performs. Chelsea, they could have bought him, but they didn't. They went after him. He was a Chelsea Hakeem. fan as well. Yeah, we have a lot of Chelsea fans. Luke Shaw, Chelsea fan. Um, I'm sure others are Chelsea fans. <laughs> um, I'm sure Varane is a big Chelsea fan. But now he's Mr. Man United. So, I'd say Harry Maguire could have been a Chelsea fan. He has a, that sort of a face. What if Tal Hull? Hull. Looks like a whole man. Right. True, true. Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield. He could be a Sheffield man. Yeah. So I think league title is the minimum requirement for next season. The minimum requirement? Yes. So are you saying you'll it's be... It's the only progression. We've gone third, second. Now we want first. Fair enough. I think United have a great chance to do it. And especially if they get either of these midfield targets um, into the, in the door next year. I think Jaden Sancho is going to have an exceptional season, but uh, will it be as good as the season that the man we all know is going to sign for the champions of Europe, Erling Broudhalland? He wants to be the best, so he can only ever come to the best. And uh, we may be the best team in Europe, but Chelsea Football Club have not been in the business of great strikers over the last few years. Tammy Abraham was good, but uh, last season our top goal scorer, Jorginho, Mostly penalties. I think it was all penalties, actually. And uh, this man, uh, Erling Brown, is guaranteed 20-plus goals a season, minimum. Probably close to 30 for at least 10, 12 years going into the future. Uh, he's a 60 million buy clause, which is activated next summer. So if Borussia Dortmund have any sense of how to run their football club, if we come in with a £120 million offer... Or it looks like if reports are to believe closer to 140, 150, they're not going to burn 90 million euro just to get into the Champions League for another season, which still isn't guaranteed. And they'll probably be out of the group stage after that because uh, most of their best players are leaving. Um, I think uh, Arne Hound, he has speed. He has, a, he's a lethal finisher. But uh, the one problem I do have with him is he does not have the versatility. He, I don't see him coming in, like, say, for the, in the Champions League final. What Werner offered was, he could go out onto the wing and he let Havertz come through the middle and that's how he won the Champions League. That versatility to move around the attack and I don't think Haaland has that in his locker, which is a problem. But uh, other than that, I think he's the perfect signing. Would I you agree? I think United are going to sign him next year. Oh, here we go. He's Ole's boy. Ole created him. <sighs> Ole wants him back. Ole created Haaland. Unbelievable. Ad Mola, he did. Haaland was Ad Mola? Yes. Did you know that Ole created him? I don't think he did. He his did. father probably created no, him. No, Ole mother. said Ole had him on hamburgers. That's what Ole said. He said he was a, a scrawny man. Had no muscle. He was skin and bone. And then Ole said, here, have this. <laughs> now look at him. He's a big man. He's there. He's like... Ibrahimovic, I think he's going to have a tour of Europe before he retires in about 20 years. He also has bad knees, 
very bad knee injuries you just get. That is one downside. But if I was Chelsea, if I was, what's her name, Maria Skaraskova, I would go in and I would say to Roman, Roma, um, give me Jekyll. Oh, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm saying Roman, not mm. Roma. I'd say Inter Milan. I'm here. I'm Maria. Here's a, here's here's ninety million for your troubles. Give me Ron. See what they say. Ninety million for a what a twenty eight year old striker. I can't see him going for less. I mean, they are in financial trouble, so I can understand that perspective, but... I think he'd be brilliant for Thomas Tuchel, or else Maro Icardi. Mm. Cheap. I could see him going for 25 million. Perfect for Chelsea. Or, go with someone like Blahovic. Young. Of, Nor- of Norwich. Norwich. He could go to Chelsea and do a job. That would be a brilliant signing. 21. 21 goals last season. 21 and 21? Yeah. I think that would be brilliant. He can suit two teams. But I think he could do well for Chelsea. He's like a B-Tech Haaland. I can't see you getting Haaland. I think Haaland, you know, Chelsea have been doubted in the transfer market before. Last season, they said we couldn't get Werner. We got Werner. We pushed him off Liverpool. They said we couldn't get Classy Kai. And look at him now. He's rounding Ederson in Champions League finals in a blue shirt. They said that Mendy wasn't the goalkeeper to seal it up. We got him through the door. Look what happened. Chelsea always get underrated. And I think we will get Alan because we are the champions of Europe. It's going to be another Morata, though. That's just simply untrue. Another Fernando Torres. That's why I think Vlahovic... Perfect signing. No pressure. Drogba. He wasn't rated before he went to Chelsea. Like big well, time. He was. Not as big as Haaland. No, definitely not. I don't think... Well, Shevchenko. He yeah. was highly rated. Went to Chelsea. Flop. Um, who else? Timo. Timo. Flopping. Then you have... Like Floppy Bird. That's his new nickname. Floppy Bird. Then talk about Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird was the B-Tech after it got cancelled. Flappy Bird. I never understood why Flappy Bird got cancelled. Yeah. Uh, but going to do it. Um, <laughs> perfect. Underrated. Big potential. What is Marina? Is Maria from Serbia? Marina is, I think, Russian. Russian. I can see you're getting this down. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be Haaland and not any of the B-Tech versions. Yeah, the B-Tech always works for you. Well, sometimes it does work for us. But, you know, uh, the last team we have is a team that somehow managed to get third last season. And now we'll be looking to challenge again. And that is Liverpool. They had so many problems last year in defence... And also in midfield, as well as Mane not firing Firmino, being Roberto Firmino. But Jurgen Klopp still managed to get third with him, which tells you all you need to know about him as a manager. But uh, I think the most pressing issue is that midfield. Because Van Dijk will be back next season. And he'll be showing things up. 
Uh, although a centre-back could be needed. And uh, who I've selected is the 18-year-old Pedri of Barcelona. Another team that I'm looking to capitalise on their financial shambles. And uh, could, you know, he could be... He's their prized asset, pretty much, except for Messi, of course, as he is such a young player. And he's played so much football, such a high level. And I th- could see uh, Liverpool coming in for him. Uh, he's ready wide, right away. We saw him at the Euros, what he was doing. He was in a part of a fantastic midfield. He, you know, he can chip in with the goals and assists when needed to. He's an all-rounder. He, can, he works hard for the team. And he's going to be here for a long time. And uh, with Wijnaldum, his energy leaving. Henderson, more injury concerns. Fabinho, I think he could be the engine in that Liverpool side. Which uh, they missed badly last year at times. And uh, I think his style is much better suited to Liverpool than Thiago. So I would say Pedri is the perfect choice. And good luck at the Olympics. Yes, well, for Liverpool, I also think the midfield is a major problem for them. You have a good defensive midfielder in Fabinho. Then you have Hendo, who I think is just a donkey. But he does the donkey work, which you need. That's why I think Declan Rice would be brilliant for Man United. We need a donkey to do this work. He is that donkey. We don't need these stallions like... What's his name? Sanchez. We need a donkey. <laughs> but Liverpool have that donkey. Now they need a man who can flash. Barella. Bring some Italian style... I think some spreading the ball out left. But you also have Thiago. Barella and Thiago with Fabinho or Henderson. It could be beautiful. I don't want it to be beautiful, but it could be. That's why I'm here telling you what you need to know. Barella played brilliant at the Orals. Never doubt him. Liverpool, 16 million. I remember Chelsea tried to buy him a few years ago. Then Conte got him at Chelsea, or at Inter. Yeah. At Liverpool, he could do brilliant things. Also, Inter, another team in a financial meltdown. I could see 50 million, you could get him. Yeah, 50, 60 million. But well, I can't be see Liverpool price. spending 50 or 60 million, they never do it. Yeah, in fairness, they're a bit more savvy than that, except for with Van Dijk, of course. Yeah. James Ward Prowse, I could see him going for him there more than. What's his name, Barana? Yeah. So my, like Southampton, their feeder club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think Barella is a great player. Um, they'd be lucky to have him. And uh, I think Inter is probably a little bit more viable than Pedri, although both I could potentially see happening. Especially with Bur- uh, Pedri, you told me earlier today, I don't know if it's true or not, but he only has a year left on his Barca contract. Which, and with the state there, he's probably not going to get as much money as he would at Liverpool. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, just before we end up, I'm going, to, I'm going to need to know your, as of right now, who you think is going to win the title and your three relegated teams. Right now, team to win the title, Man United. Teams to get relegated. I'm going to say West Ham. West Ham, he's gone for two years in a row. I think it's their year. David Moyes is going to flop. It's going to be like when Newcastle had that good year with Alan Pardew. But they, they, get, they came like 16th. I think West Ham, 18th. 19th, Brighton. 20th, I don't 
don't know. It's always tough with these um, promoter teams, but I'm going to go with Norwich. Mm. Yeah. I can't see Norwich doing well after selling Mundia. I don't think Rashika, he's not a bad player, but he's I a good signing. This Norwich team is simply a worse version of the team that finished 20 in yeah. a couple of years ago. They're it's a brilliant like, championship team. It's though. like Fulham and Norwich. They're too good for the, what's it called, the championship. They're not good enough for the Premier League. Yeah. That's what it's like. Uh, I think that's very accurate. I agree. I think Norwich are... I think they're gone. Uh, as of right now, unless something big changes, which I can't see happening, they don't look like they're in the market for any big players. Matthias Pereira would help, but um, yeah. I think I have them last. Uh, 19th, I'm going with Southampton. Disgraceful at the back end of the last season. Danny Ings rumoured to be leaving. Terrible manager in Rafa Asenhutl. Two nine nils in two years, and uh, I don't see them having that great start, because they sort of carried their form. They had a great run of form at the back end of twenty nineteen twenty and the start of twenty twenty one. But other than that, under his tenure, I think they've been awful. I see them finishing nineteenth unless they sack him, and eighteenth. I think Brentford, similarly to Fulham last year, will show signs that they're a good team. I think you can probably see a few expect to see a few players come out with enhanced reputations, but ultimately will fall slightly short. And as the title winners, I think Liverpool. Um, unfortunately, but uh, Chelsea over the course of last season were not consistent enough. Uh, although I think we'll be challenging in Europe again because we can beat anyone. Uh, as for certain, but. Except for Man United, you don't beat Man United last Fair enough, but uh, on the week-to-week basis, I don't think we have that guaranteed goal score, say, for a game against, tough game against Wolves at the Molyneux. Who's going to be the man to get us two goals and just get us home to London safe and dry? I don't think we have that go-to guy. Vlahovic, he's your man. <laughs> Vlahovic. Um, yeah, I think that's for, that's for Chelsea. Um, United, maybe... If they maybe if they get a midfielder, but I still still think there's problems. And if they bought win the big games like they did last year, you're not going to be winning any titles. And as for City, well, City will run them close, but I just give the edge to Liverpool right now. But uh, yeah, that's been the podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, goodbye. Um.